Order. The Prime Minister. What a good idea. I move we take the Speaker's words down. Mr. President, catch this. The point of order is sustained. I rise today to begin to filibuster America and reach for the stars. We are human together. The best in America. I might have got here on my own. Howdy and welcome back to This Is News. I'm Reem Mayhem, joined, as always, by This Is News OMB Director Jack Shields. Jack, how are you doing this week? Staying off Twitter to make sure I get confirmed. How are you doing, Reem? Uh, I'm pretty tired, Jack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be that way for the next 27 days. Well, God was not kind to you, making you have to argue with me for an hour while tired. We know how much you love that. It is one, yeah. of, your, one of your favorite activities. So let's, let's jump right in so we can get the fighting out of the way and Reem can go rest as he so deserves after a busy week using an election with corrupted Dominion voting systems. Actually, I we don't do not, know. Jack. For legal purposes, that Jack. was a joke. Jack, <laughs> please do not get someone. Okay, before we get into this, someone the other day suggested that after this student government election ends, they're going to start a hashtag stop the steal campaign if they lose. <laughs> Jack, I cannot tell you. The expletives that came out of my mouth when the, when I heard that. Um, I mean, dude, we have to stop the votes. Like the vote ends as soon as I'm guaranteed to win. Like, stop that's, the count. <laughs> that's if you're not going to kill your political opponents like Putin. This is how you do it. All right. You. I mean, we're using ranked choice voting, so it's really easy to be like, oh, stop I mean, the count after the one where we're in the lead. If you think about it, we're not depriving their votes. We're just depriving the tallies. Like they got to vote. They went and did it. They got. <laughs> They got the activity. I think this will hold up. I think the court will understand my logic. It's it's pretty straightforward. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Jack, COVID-19. COVID-19, we are still in the midst of a pandemic, but have hope, dear listeners. The end is near. According to the dispatch, a, prim- a preliminary report, struggling with English already, from Pfizer BioNTech, that's a weird name for a company. BioNTech. BioNTech. Yeah. Stupid name. Make it. No one should combine words. The Germans do that, and I hate their language for the pain it's caused me. Do not combine words. Just have good names. Uh, anyways, and Israel's health ministry found the company's COVID-19 vaccine was not only 99% effective at preventing death from COVID-19, but 89% effective at preventing infections as well. The data is not yet peer-reviewed, but according to the dispatch, it would indicate that the vaccine blocks most asymptomatic transmission of the virus. This is incredible. The end of the light of the tunnel, we can clearly see it now. We are in great shape. The This miracle, honestly, like, thank God for this. Like, the scientific miracle, getting a vaccine that quick. And thank God for Big Pharma. Like, they gave us this. We should be thankful for them right now, regardless of any problems anyone has with them. This is it, and this is our way back to normal. Get vaccinated, and as soon as we get vaccinated, we're back. There's no masks. There's no social distancing ever again till like, the next pandemic. We are back to normal life, 100%, shaking hands, hanging out with grandma and grandpa, and whatever risks there are from COVID after that, we just live with them. The man who doesn't understand this concept is Dr. Anthony Fauci. And as both Ben Shapiro and Meghan McCain called for on Twitter, I am also calling for President Joe Biden to fire Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci, I gave him the benefit of a doubt for a long time, as did many, including Shapiro. 
And as Shapiro said, go back and listen to my podcast and his. We were giving him full credit. I was saying we should definitely lock down. Raymond and I were agreeing on this. But at a certain point, you just have to wonder if he's enjoying the power. The stuff he is advocating for is disconnected from the science. According to him, schools can't open until we pass Biden's stimulus package. And even after you've been vaccinated, you can't go back to normal life. You can't visit grandma and grandpa. And you might have to wear a mask and socially distance into 2022. That's that's not a way to incentivize people to get a vaccine. Like, I'm not anti-vax because I can have basic scientific knowledge. But, like, if you tell me nothing will change if I get the vaccine, why would I get the vaccine? I already had COVID. I was that's fine. Right. Like, I'm not going to waste my time getting something that's useless. I'm already getting an undergrad degree in history. Like, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to continue. At least you're saying it. Yeah, I don't need to continue the trend. But, Reem, what's your thoughts on Fauci? Do you think he should go? How do you think Biden should message? Uh, what's your thoughts? I know our kids should be back in school. Well... Yeah, no, in-person education needs to get started up again soon. Um, if colleges don't do it in the fall, they're going to get reamed for it, and Wait, rightfully so. Real quick, did you see that picture out of a band rehearsal where everyone was in their own personal gym? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so we don't do that at LSU, but... Thank the good Lord. Um, hey, look, let me tell you, Jack. Being in band in high school was one of the best decisions I made. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me immense. It has helped me immensely more than any class or exactly what a activity or anything else I did mm-hmm. in high school. Um, yes, you ratted on me when I snuck into the band hall. Let's not forget that snitch again. Lawfully aggressive or aggressively lawful neutral. Goodness, look, Romans Anti. thirteen. Romans thirteen does not apply to friends. All right, friends don't have to submit to the governing authorities. <laughs> Clearly, read between the lines. <laughs> um, all right, look, I uh, I broadly am in some agreement with you, Jack, on some of what you said. Um, this is a I weird think, night. Are you sure you're tired? <laughs> um, I think the U.S. has been messaging poorly on the vaccine in general and messaging in such a way that it makes reluctant people even more reluctant, right? The way Israel has been messaging on the vaccine, and look. Yes. I God realize Israel. Israel's not always the best at things, but they're doing pretty dang good at hey, it's this. It's not their fault they have to exist at the same time as America. Um, so when you look at vaccine distribution, like who, where, where it's being given out, right? At the bottom is all the poor countries, then the European Union, then the UK, then the US, and then miles ahead of everybody else is Israel. Um couple of reasons for this one they they bought ordered enough vaccines early enough what an insane concept the u.s may or may not have done um good job guys we only had what a year to figure that out yeah so operation warp speed like really good at getting people to develop vaccines not so good at procuring vaccines but you know we'll learn Lessons learned. Um, In the next pandemic, we'll, we'll be ready. Somewhere in Israel was doing a program called Shot for Shot. Yes. Or if you got the vaccine, you'd get a shot of Yeah, you went to a bar choice. to get the vaccine, to be clear. 
So while I would never want to do anything medical in a bar in by LSU, much less get an alcoholic beverage because I'm not 21. I will say. <laughs> yeah, why stop at one? <laughs> I will say fascinating concept. What are we doing, America? Yeah, um, I mean, I would get five vaccines if that's the policy. Second off, Jack, I think my feelings on COVID can be summed up by something I retweeted earlier this week. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, that's at Reem Mayhem. Um, Shameless plug. Here's what it was. I'm so tired of emails, slacks, Zooms, phone calls, etc. I just want to walk into someone's office unannounced, plop down, ask them a question, brainstorm on something unrelated, chit-chat for a while, then walk out completely forgetting why I stopped by in the first place. Hey, if you're annoying enough, you can. Just ask my professors. It doesn't matter well. if pandemic or not. I'm there. I am literally the only kid that goes to class in person for one of my classes. It's weird. Like, Okay, Jack. Yeah, it's, that's the world we um, But yeah, stuff needs to get fixed. Whatever. All right, fun times. Jack, is, uh, do we have to do this five minutes back and forth thing? No, we don't. I can just rant. That's fine. I'll okay. take it, for, uh, I'll take it from not... here, Reem. You sit down. <laughs> I got this. So there's two governors in America right now who the media seem to be having a confusing relationship with. On one hand, we have Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is doing a great job. Florida's doing pretty well. Florida's population, median age, 7,000. They're pretty old down in good old Florida. America's basement, as it's often referred to, which is very cool, but like y'all are crazy, uh, the things the things Florida does. But anyways, DeSantis is doing a very good job, and the media need to attack this guy. They made him out to be the big bad Republican, and he's looking like one of the favorites for 2024. So with Trump out of the way, they need to find someone else to vilify and make our next Adolf Hitler. And they, they found DeSantis, and they, they found the smoking gun to make DeSantis. Are they really making him into the next Adolf Hitler? Um, I was told. Can we, we just? Can I was we just told, go with the next Trump. I, I was told we toppled a fascist. Can we just November. go with the next Trump? I was told that we defeated a fascist on November third. Reliably told, we defeated Franco. We defeated Hitler. We defeated them. All right, it was just like Normandy, peacefully voting and then watching the results on your TV, not worried for your life at all. But. Anyways, according to NBC News, they, they did a hit on DeSantis, and this is great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this because I can't say it any better. It's, this is it. Florida's governor was slow to respond to the pandemic, and his COVID-19 vaccine distribution plan has been marked by chaos. But critics say he's been quick to recognize the political gold in precious doses. Here we go. Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican, ignored federal guidelines and prioritized getting senior citizens, one of Florida's most potent voting blocks, vaccinated first, and then goes on to decry that among them were Holocaust survivors and survivors of the Bay of Pigs. Honestly, forget impeachment. Like, let's just put him in a catapult and launch him into the ocean. Like... I was saying Hitler. I don't think that goes far enough. Um, Judas, maybe? Or Satan himself? I, I don't know, but prioritizing the elderly for a disease that's most dangerous to elderly. Can't, can't believe it. Have no idea why Republicans are so evil and hate babies and 
grandparents. It's just, it's beyond me. I don't know how Democrats put up with us. But anyways, we do have... All a right. di- well, ring. speaking of Hitler, let's talk about Amazon. Um, Wait, I have to mention real quick, Andrew Cuomo, AOC called for investigation, and he might have sexually assaulted someone. That's your golden standard, Democrats. And when it's been a, Biden's it's been a- press secretary was asked to condemn Cuomo and take back Biden calling him the golden standard, she refused. So that's still your gold standard. Great job, y'all. It's been a big two weeks of you agreeing with AOC, Jack. It's really weird. AOC, like, I guess we're pals now. Um, Eventually, like, Trotsky and Stalin can be friends for a while, but hostilities will have to arise at one point. I'm ready to take you on, comrade. But uh, for now, like, your revolution and my facts and logic and rationale and hundreds of years proving me right are working together right now so we can we can be on the same side okay well speaking of adolf hitler let's talk about amazon um amazon of course i wasn't gonna go that far they sell (laughs) mein kampf the segue was there it was right there jack Um, oh i'm so sorry i'm sorry blowing segues is what we do Reed. that's right um amazon sells mein kampf that's the that's the segue here um which someone actually bought me one time and i'm still shocked they probably shouldn't. Now, I will say this, right? Um, earlier this week, Amazon took down a book written by a like second-tier conservative pundit. Let me pull it up. It's a, um, That's about so some of the issues with... It's by Ryan um, Anderson. It's called When Harry, Met, when Harry Became Sally, Answers for a Transgender Move, Moment. And it's critical of the transgender movement in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, this was going to get targeted by the left. Obviously. Amazon removing it from their bookshelves, I think, is the wrong idea. And here's why, right? If you're going to tolerate things like Mein Kampf or the Communist Manifesto, which have arguably led to more destruction and loss of life than most other books in human history. I mean... We can make a case about the Crusades and some of the Protestant versus Catholic wars and what, but it's all on the Apocrypha. True scripture was fine. It's all on the Catholic books. The Protestants, like we, um, we can't be blamed. Conversation for another time. Uh, this was a joke for religious reasons. I respect Amazon's right to do what they did. I will fight for their right to do what they did. I'm broadly sympathetic to the idea that bookstores do not have to carry every book. After all, that's why it's so important to get a publisher. But if you're going to carry Mein Kampf, let's at least strive for some internal consistency here, guys. Jack, I'm sure you have a much hotter take than I do. This is terrible. This is electronic book burning. The left has determined which ideas are sinful, which ideas are blasphemous. And these I, this is not connected to logic. This is connected to their godless religion of identity politics, of critical race theory, and of intersectionality. Those, those are their doctrines. Those are their holy trinity of just vile sinfulness. And if a book happens to step out of line for that, they will cancel you and destroy you. And I can't stress enough how scared we should be about this. I agree with Reem. Amazon has every right to do this. I will fight to their death for their right to do this. But I also agree with John Adams, who said that only a moral and religious people can handle freedom. Once we start seeing companies and powerful people misuse their freedom like this, 
our liberties and our prosperity will soon fall away and disappear from our very eyes. I have a very simple maxim that I do not believe can be refuted at any point in history. The people who ban books or burn books are the bad guys. It's never been a point where it was right to burn a book, ever. There should be the marketplace of ideas where we debate this and we hash it out. You disagree with them? You think there's 37,000 genders? Go ahead, pitch that argument. But do not silence him. Do not ruin his life. Do not take him off the platform. Amazon holds an amazing amount of power over what we see, over what can be sold. Their market power is incredible. If Amazon is continuing to do this, it's time conservatives have to figure out how to get involved in business and in culture. And we have to create our own platforms. We have to create our own businesses and, and we have to crush the competition and we have to take over. Like we, we cannot stand by and let this happen. It's worth noting his book is correct. Like the transgender movement has some very disturbing aspects. There are biologically only two sexes, male and female. Scripture and science agree on that one. It's very clear. As do, his book as is, do six of the justices on the U.S. Supreme Court, including all of the ones currently who are on the court appointed by Democrats. Let's not have a Bosdak fight today. <laughs> Jack, look, it's right there. It's no, right there. No, we're not going to have that fight. We're not going to have that right. fight. Of course, this was wrong. Alito was right. <laughs> Moving on from that. Like, this is... And he was very sympathetic to trans people. He wasn't like, let's go kill them all. Like, he was like, look, this is a mental illness. We've got to help them. Like, we need to show compassion. But the fact is, if you are a man who believes he's a woman, like, something is wrong. And we should show you compassion and love you as a child of God. But I'm not going to lie about reality to appease you. Any more than if Reem went, hey, Jack, I'm black. I would go, No. Like, that's not how that works. I also don't have six fingers, three ears, or four eyes. Like, there are biological realities, and we must acknowledge them. And even if you disagree with me, you have the right to publicly do that. I have the right to not, and we'll present our ideas to the people, and they, through their reason, endowed to them by God, can determine which is correct. But they don't need people silencing them. And this is even worse. We're seeing that, obviously, businesses doing it on their own is bad, but... As Reem says, they, they have the right to do it, and I completely agree with that. However, the government is figured out. This actually calls back to back when the Democrats were trying to make sure black people couldn't vote. There were a string of court cases in the early 1900s where the Supreme Court was like, no, black people get to vote. You can't bar them from voting through the power of government. And Democrats got clever, and they were like, we will use private organizations and the government won't technically be doing it, but the government will influence it. And the practical effect through these private institutions is that will deprive black people of their rights. And they're doing the same thing with free speech right now. According to the Daily Wire, the FCC commissioner, who's usually not a partisan person as far as I'm aware. Uh, no, they're a partisan political appointee. Aren't they supposed to like be... Like a it's little... a, Okay, like it's Am technically nonpartisan, but they're a political appointee. So like... Well, you could say that about the FEC as well. Yeah, the FEC is explicitly partisan, though. Wait, I, I meant like the it's Fed. explicitly I'm, I'm three the Democrats, Fed. three Republicans. Uh, Sorry, no, the Fed's Fed. more different. The Fed's okay. like even more different. So I was wrong, but still, the point will the point will stand. Oh, I was also wrong. Correction, listeners. I said this a few weeks ago. You do need presidential approval for a declaration of war. I got that confused with joint resolutions for amendments, like a fool. 
my apologies. But anyways, according to the Daily Wire, the FCC commissioner blasts Democrats for pressuring providers to drop right-wing news organizations from cable, said it could have chilling transgress said it would have it, it sorry, said it is a chilling transgression of the free speech rights. So what happened basically is Democrat representatives Anna Eshu and Jerry McNerney wrote a letter saying that these uh, TV platforms and providers are helping or allowing the spread of dangerous disinformation. And basically you're to blame and we we're, we're not doing anything to you now, but it would be a shame if anything happened to your business. This is unacceptable. This is un-American. This is anti-free speech. You like forget if it's misinformation or not. You have the right to spew misinformation and the government can say crap about it because the government isn't the one who gets to determine what's true. That's not how that works. I stand with John Milton. I just stand with John Stuart Mills. I stand with Winston Churchill. The best way to defeat bad speech is more speech, not threatening your political opponents. And again, uh, another maxim, just as those who burn books are bad, it is often those who wish to silence the argument who have the worst arguments. Reem, you want to add anything? Yeah, I just want to end here with a note on the marketplace of ideas, right? Which is our marketplace of ideas is like, it's kind of on its last leg here. And I really hate to say that, Jack, because I'm a true believer in the idea that, yes, we do need more speech to defeat bad ideas. Chicago school, let's go. The issue is, is that due to how online we've become and the self-reinforcing nature of online algorithms that promote us content, We've created echo chambers, but we haven't intentionally created them. Media and technology companies have created them for us because we like content that reinforces our already held priors. Um, so much? we just, as a society, we need to make sure that we're cognizant of that and looking to learn about and understand, not debate, understand viewpoints that we disagree with. I so I kind of agree with you. I think that's a problem. We need to face it. But what gives me a little bit of optimism in a weird way is it's not a new problem. Like I'm watching this Netflix series right now called Amend. It's very interesting. It's hosted by Will Smith. It's about the 14th Amendment. It takes a pretty liberal view, but I like it. Go check it out. And one of the things they noted is in 1963, height of Jim Crow, at one point when polled, only 5% of Americans said that civil rights was the domestic issue of their time. Like, as black people are being hosed in the streets of Alabama, only 5% were like, yeah, that's the most critical problem. Like, we've been living in bubbles for long times. Social media is just the newest form of that bubble. And we're going to have to come up with new solutions for it. But we've solved the problem before, and we can solve it again. But yeah, moving okay. on from that, uh, Joe Biden. Speaking of social media. <laughs> the true president. For how many more days until Trump takes over again, according to Q? He gets to be president for seven Sometime more days. March, right? Yeah, March 4th. So enjoy your seven days, Joe. All right, we're coming. For legal reasons, once again, jokes. But uh, he's nominating people, as is his right, as the true president of the United States. And some of these some of these nominees are, are getting a little bit of controversy. Uh, Reem, your thoughts on any that come to mind? Uh, anyone you oppose? Um, I mean, I disagree on policy with a lot of them, but most of them, I think, are still qualified to lead the departments. And so what about the ones that like the the healthcare secretary comes to mind and then the uh, what's her name? Taria something. 
Are you talking about the OMB director? Yeah. Well, Nira Tadeen. Nira Tadeen. That's it. Um, okay. So, I mean, I could care less about the OMB director, to be honest. How dare you? Like, look, <laughs> as someone who tweets a lot, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mostly kid. Um, I mean, look, it's just, I'm look, my, my, the, the person I have the most issue with is Javier Becerra. And it's because he's not like, he's a culture warrior who doesn't have it. Like the experience he has in the medical field is suing little sisters of the poor, <laughs> but declining to sue people who or no suing little sisters of the poor and suing people who got the videos from Planned Parenthood showing they were doing illegal things, but not suing Planned Parenthood. I think, I, think I have that right. Underestimating the medical knowledge you can attain while suing nuns. I mean, look, I'm sure he knows a lot about healthcare policy from that. I'm not going to lie, but also, Becerra's not the right guy to do this. If we, if 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 Joe Biden really is the we're going to follow the science guy, let's hire a medical doctor to lead HHS. Yeah, I think that HSS lie, that that lie has been disproven. HHS. HS, I'm, I'm going to stop. Um, it's it's follow the science. There's an asterisk by science. You have to turn 58,000 pages. You have to go down to footnote 58, and it says science equals teacher union gospel. And that that's their science. Also, like, Merrick Garland had a good hearing. Um, I'm actually about to criticize him, so. Yeah, I know. He was asked, like, whether or not illegal immigration should be a crime and said he hadn't thought much about that issue. And what was a stupid like, question? Oh, look, it's a gotcha. No, whether or not things should or shouldn't be crimes. It's not his job. It's not up to the AG or a judge. Unless it's like an incredibly morally notorious law. But it wasn't, so. Um, Yeah, so, I don't know. I thought I did fine. Like, whatever. All right, Jack, you disagree. I'm going to criticize him on a different thing. So, first of all, Nira Tandon is gone. To Dean. To Dean, what? Why do I need to pronounce her name? She's going to be gone in a few days. Uh, Respect, his royal, Jack. his royal Majesty, the uh, King of the United States, the all-powerful leader of the free world, Joe Manchin, has all hail. opposed. Yes, may his reign be long and prosperous. Has opposed her nomination, so it's over. But it's fun to see the radical left turn on him so quickly. Uh, nice to see Jennifer Rubin, one of my favorite crazy people on Twitter, uh, accuse him of sexism, while Eric Swalwell said. This shows that he can't tell Asian girls in his district that they can succeed in life because her nomination is Jack. opposed. Now, look, Eric does a lot Jack. for Asian girls, as we know. Dang it, Jack. He'll apparently do anything they ask. Um, and I'm sure he asked for a few things. But this does not Jack. prove that Asian girls can't succeed. This proves that if you need to get confirmed by 51 people... Do not insult 51 people. Like, this is not difficult. Like, Also, do not insult Prime Minister of the United States, Joe Manchin. Yeah, Joe Manchin is your ruler. And or, you sorry, ruler. his daughter, I think, is who it was. Maybe. I think she went after his daughter at one point. Yeah, don't go after people's kids on both sides of the aisle. We really suck at this. Um, She's an after, adult. Don't his go after... an adult. But still, don't go after people's kids. 
like okay. or their spouses for that matter like unless like unless it's hillary clinton like never go after anyone's spouse but hillary yeah like send the dogs but um yeah so she's got to go uh not a fan of her she lost mitt romney uh she lost him like by and it's not sexist she just happens to suck uh the health the secretary of health what xavier what line i didn't even listen to myself she's not sexist she just happens to what a what a what a perfect jackism thank you very much that could have been the cold opening we're sorry should we go should we be calling them jackisms or shieldsisms jackisms i've thought about this because like my ego is so giant i'm like oh good i'm just walking down the street i'm like what will i turn my philosophy for the ages to come i think jackism sounds best shieldsism like i love my last name it sounds super cool but jackism just it's got a better ring my first name's great too. It's just okay. great being the best. But anyways, uh, Xavier, is it Bercia? Bercera. All right, going to be accused of racism for mispronouncing it if I remember the rules correctly. But uh, yeah, I don't You're like... You're from Texas. You should know how to pronounce Spanish words. Dude, the only reason I passed Spanish is because I was sick for the test, went in to make up for it, and she had every answer written on the whiteboard. All right, and I thank her for that. But no, my my way is German, so that it's useful in the city of Fredericksburg and literally nowhere else. But uh, yeah, I don't want a rabid pro-abortion attorney general to be my healthcare secretary in the middle of a pandemic. Um, like I want to be dis- distributing vaccines, not screaming at nuns. Uh, the dude's clearly immoral. He's clearly un- unqualified for the job. Uh, don't let him be in. But then there's a few other minor nominees I'd like to point out. Uh, as Rand Paul noted, there's Dr. Rachel Levine, who uh, is Biden's pick for Assistant Secretary of Health. He is transgender, believes he is a woman. And he was asked by Senator Paul if children, we're talking about minors, should take puberty blockers or undergo gender confirmation surgery or genital mutilation. He pivoted. He, he refused to answer the question, saying that they should be shown respect. This is noteworthy because he's affirmed that they should be able to in the past. So we're going to have an assistant health secretary that thinks children mutilating themselves is perfectly fine. So follow the science, guys. Follow the science. It's, it's going so well. But it gets better. Uh, secretary of Education nominee was asked by... Sorry, very simple question by Ram Paul as well. Go Ram Paul, you're you're on a streak. Uh, let's let's not say go Rand Paul, but I like Rand. Uh, so this is a doctor. Uh, it's Joe Biden's nominee for U.S. Secretary of Education, Doctor Miguel Cardona. I think. Why can't these people just have like three letter names? I might be able to pronounce that. No, you you still couldn't, Jack, because I've seen you try to pronounce short Asian names. Dude, it's like if your name's You're not Bob, bad at this. I'm botching it. I botched my own name. Like I literally was reading through an essay a few days ago, and I was like, I misspelled my own name. Like you botched rough. my name. You botched. I English is not my thing. Yeah, it's gonna be funny when you're at like. Look, Jack, I understand you have lofty ambitions in life, and this is me cutting you off from this topic anyways. No, um, I'm finishing this point when you're done. Okay. I hope you know that. It's going to be really funny when you're at the Supreme <laughs> Court someday and mm-hmm. um, you're arguing because, you know, you have lofty ambitions, and maybe someday you'll make it up that eye. Um, the doubt in your eyes. There's some, there's some justice from whose whose families were whose family were immigrants to the United States and you're going to mispronounce their name nope. to them in person. 
Nope. And Jack, let me tell you, I will call you immediately after oral, oral argument and go, Jack, here's how you pronounce Justice so-and-so's name. Say it with me. I'm going to record their names beforehand, have <laughs> buttons on my belt, press one. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I've got it figured out. But anyways, I have to get this point. So this nominee for Secretary of Education, Rand Paul asked her a very basic question. Do you think it's fair to have boys running in the girls track meet? Her answer, I think it's the legal responsibility of schools to provide opportunities for students to participate in activities. And this includes students who are transgender. Translation, your daughter isn't going to get equal opportunity. I mean, your okay, daughter but to be fair, is going to want- get to look as a man whose hair happens to be long holds the gold trophy, looks down at her and be like, can't you run a 40? Because he is designed by the laws of nature and nature's God to be physically stronger. This is a fact. It's a Um, fact of life. We should account for it. Stop erasing girls. I'm just going to say, if you wanted to give a non-answer, that's the best non-answer you could give. I'll, 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 I'll say that. But I, I, I hate the false dichotomy. You don't have to violate transgender students' rights to give girls equal opportunity. Like, that makes no sense. That's like being like, should we give, should people with steroids get to play in sports? And you're like, no. well, look, people who use steroids should be treated with dignity. It's like no one was suggesting mm-hmm. that we go enslave people who use steroids. The question is, should they get to compete? They are human beings. No one's suggesting that they're inferior. They aren't Eagles fans. All right. We're talking about. Now, okay, now I will say, though, in one direction, I'm okay with, like, if you are a biological female who identifies as male, I'm fine with you competing in male sports. I'm not, like, we shouldn't let people pad their stats. So Um, The reason I I, I giggle at that, there's a clip from the Los Angeles Lakers when their scored keeper retired. They brought him on the court to shoot a couple like layups after the game. And mm-hmm. one of the players yells out, pad your stats. And it's that's funny. But in all hilarious. seriousness, LeBron by himself could defeat the best WNBA team. It's not close. Science is a thing. Uh, so, how would he how would he pass the ball in? Can you can you explain that to me? How would he pass the ball? And he would just peg one of them and run over and grab the ball faster. Which he could do. Okay, Jack, this is getting to be a bit... Because he's stronger. You're, you're coming close to the line here, buddy. Do you know about when Serena and Venus Williams challenged yes. the 203rd ranked man and he smoked cigarettes and downed beer yes. between the rounds and blew them both out? I'm spitting facts. But then there was the other battle of the sexes, and I think it went the other way in tennis. And according to ESPN, he might have, and this is legit, he might have blown the game for the mob. I'm not even messing with okay, you. All right. There's a legit so next, conspiracy next, on that. Next, next uh, <laughs> battle for the Republican Party, Liz Cheney. Um, Liz Cheney, hero of... Of the uh, Republic. We love her. This podcast, pro Liz Cheney. Yeah, pro Liz Cheney podcast. Um, good for her. Um, so the th- three things were pro. Liz Cheney, gay marriage, masks. <laughs> a bunch of people are yet again saying Liz Cheney should be removed from leadership. And you know what? I don't think she will be, but also bring it back. <laughs> like go after a Cheney, see what happens. Like, yeah. You'll go hunting in the woods and never come back. All when right. Liz Cheney invited Matt Gates to breakfast at her dad's place in Wyoming. Oh my God. I thought Matt Gates was going to die. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. But yeah. Florida anyways, congressman shot in face. How so, did this happen? <laughs> I actually enjoyed the encounter. Uh, president, 
Trump, former President Trump, I like saying it so much, uh, is speaking at CPAC, which makes you wonder what the C in CPAC really stands for, because there ain't nothing conservative about President Trump. But uh, Mike McCarthy, or not Mike McCarthy, that's the Cowboys coach. Uh, Kevin McCarthy was asked if Trump should be there, and he just goes, yes. And then Liz Cheney was asked if Trump should be there, and she goes, yeah, I've been clear that he should have no future in the leadership of our party. And it was kind of funny, McCarthy immediately after was like, on that happy note, and ended the press conference. But look, we're playing with fire here. Uh, Trump is a cancer in the Republican Party, and we have a choice. We can rip the tumor out now, as painful as it might be, or we can let it spread and watch the body die. Those are our options, GOP. There is no happy medium with this. I've heard it said that the Republican Party is the party of Reagan and Trump by a few people on Twitter. That is very accurate. What is wrong is thinking that those people, that those two sides of the party harmonize. It's currently the party of Reagan and Trump. Only one is walking out. It's either going to be Reagan or it's going to be Trump. Two legacies enter, one legacy leaves. Welcome to the Thunderdome. It can be Ben Sass and Nancy Mace or... It can be Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates. The choice is up to us. Ooh, if... nice rhyme there. Thank you so much. I'm very good well at that. I'm getting, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I mean, Rush is gone. Someone's got to take charge. Like, there's talent for God to loan again, and I want it. So, um, yeah, this we have to address and i have to criticize ben shapiro shapiro did such a great job in 2016 standing up to trump and he criticized liz cheney he was like look don't you see you're playing the democrats game they want to start a civil war i think shapiro better than anyone reading the old testament as much as he does should know that it doesn't matter if the outside kingdoms want to destroy israel israel has to have the right principles or israel will be conquered there is no victory if we beat the left, but we abandon our own principles. That's not a victory at all. If we become the populist workers party of America, that's a loss for Republicans. We must maintain our values and then figure out how to win with those values. So we should be applauding Liz Cheney. We should be purging Donald Trump from our party. We should be moving towards conservative, classical liberal ideas that can win, not embracing a Trumpist populism that showed an incumbent president get blown out while losing the state of Georgia. Reem, your thoughts. Uh, Gillis Cheney. Um, here's the deal. Look, this is why Kevin McCarthy won't ever be speaker of the house. I do not like him. I hate that this is my sticking point on this show. And one of my, uh, <coughs> oft, oft replayed, uh, tangents, but, this is why if Ken McCarthy was truly going to be speaker of the house someday, he would have said something immediately one way or another after Cheney said what she said. And he did not And then waited a couple days, saw where the caucus was and then said something that that's not, that's not leadership. That's not what makes you speaker. Yeah. Honestly, um, it's cowardly. He's been a coward these last two months. Yeah. So I think McCarthy will never be speaker. I, I, I tragic. I also don't think Cheney can ever be speaker, but I don't think she wants to be speaker. If we're being honest. Who should be speaker? If you get to pick the speaker, current member, who's speaker? I mean, I would want it to be Cheney or Kinzinger, but they wouldn't be able to be elected. Um, Kinzinger's okay. Um, Kinzinger, not Kissinger. Those are very different people. Uh, I'd blame being tired, but we both know I just mispronounced it. Um, That's right. Um, honestly, I think... Well, Will Hurd's not even there anymore. Um, 
I mean, Steve Scalise is the other guy who might take it. I mean, it could be Scalise. Scalise went on a Sunday show, though, this last week and refused to say that the election was free and fair. So that was rough. Not a fan of that. The generals in Myanmar were like, yeah, let's go. And Georgia. Uh, let's just bring Paul Ryan out of retirement. Let's make him do it again. I'm for it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Agreed. All right. This is news. All right, not only are we starting a space super pack, we're going to start a draft Paul Ryan super pack. So. Paul Ryan does not have a choice. This is indentured servitude. That's right. For the good of the country. But it's it's constitutional. Just trust us. It's fine. Well, it is. The Speaker of the House doesn't have to be a member of the House. Reem, when I joke that our version of indentured servitude is constitutional, the next thing out of your mouth should not be, it is. That's not That's not going to sound good. Media, media Matters oh. is going to take that. Oops. You're gonna be you're gonna be called a Nazi tomorrow. Like you might as well, <laughs> they'll Photoshop the white hood right over that face. All right, you. It's not gonna be good for you. It's unfortunate. I, on the other hand, never say anything controversial. No, they've got, never. They've got nothing on me. I believe in as many genders as there are atoms. All right, we're fine. Okay, so obviously I misspoke there and didn't hear what Jack said. Um, Reem's basically trying to tell you that he's um, moderate but also pro-slavery. It's not no whoa whoa whoa. I mean that was the moderate position at one time, but we have changed. Although you would have been a good senator in the time of Rome. Hey, can we? Hey, hey, can I interrupt for a like moment of breaking news though, real quick before? Um, the the, the Senate parliamentarian did rule that the fifteen dollar minimum wage proposal is not um within the bounds for reconciliation. So. Get that man a medal. Get that man a medal. Get that woman a medal. Do we know it's a her? Not only is Rain pro-slavery, he is assuming genders. Next, you're going to say Mr. Potato Head. How bigoted are you? I can't even believe I did this podcast. Can we just just move on so we can finish the show? Yeah, we can move on. Okay. So move away from your crimes. Go Liz Cheney. All right, I have five minutes here. Right? Yep, that's right. Five minutes on the clock. Here we time, go. Time is uh, relative. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is so dumb. Oh my goodness. Okay. She's one of my least favorite people. I really don't want to give more air to this, so instead I'm going to talk about Mitt Romney and Tom Cotton's minimum wage proposal. I kind of like this proposal. And here's why. What they're proposing is a federal $10 minimum wage. Now, Tom Conn's getting a bunch of flack for this because Arkansas, his home state, is about to have an $11 minimum wage. Whatever, bud. Couldn't care less. Why would he get um, flack for that? Because he's proposing a lower wage for the rest of the country than his own state's Wait, getting. Arkansas is raising the minimum wage? Yeah, they we? did it by ballot measure. Oh, yeah. yeah. The people voted for it, Jack. This is why we don't let the people vote. Democracy. Always ends in deaths. I want more of it locally. <laughs> Things Socrates never said. Um, or was it Aristotle wrong. they poisoned? No, it was uh, they poisoned Socrates. Yeah, that's it. Um, Plato wrote the thing, and then Aristotle was Nicomachean ethics, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plato is probably the best, although Aristotle's unmoved. No, I like Aristotle more. Aristotle is great, too. The unmoved mover is one of the greatest arguments for the existence of God, I've heard. Um, so the Romney-Con plan would have it be $10 some point in the future, not immediately. 
which oddly enough, with when they have it happening, would mean that basically we adjusted the current current minimum wage for inflation since it was enacted, which, okay, I'm a personal believer. And if we have a minimum wage, it should be indexed to inflation. But, you know, that's unpopular um, for whatever reason. Um, now, should there be a federal minimum wage? Different argument, but... If only this was Jack's five minutes. The other aspect of the Cotton Romney proposal is it requires employers to verify the status of all of their employees as currently required under immigration law. <coughs> so basically it says, hey, you actually have to follow the law. No, we mean it this time. Um, so, yeah, I'm. Uh, look, I want more immigration to the U.S. Kids are back in cages, Rain. I Who want more legal immigration to the U.S. I want us to welcome more asylum seekers. I want us to bring in more refugees. Yes, like, everyone I'll... from Hong Kong should be moved here. Like, I will That's take right. the city. Ted I will Cruz. lift it out of the ocean and move it. That's right, Ted Cruz. Yeah. We blocked the legislation that would have let us welcome all of them. Yeah, so that's... that's Yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad proposal. In, in, in fact, while it's not the proposal I would go with... Because, again, in a perfect world, minimum wage would be done at the local level. Right. But I still think it does, in some ways, matter to have a minimum or, wage. But also, maybe or, in some ways, it doesn't as much anymore. Um, maybe, in, we have, in, maybe we have perfect worlds without minimum wage. Just in, competitive, in competitive markets, it doesn't matter. But in monopolistic markets, it does matter. But like Costco did announce that they're raising their lowest wage to $16 an hour. Um, That's impossible. I was told that reliably that all big business wants their workers to die. That would be most profitable to them. And they're saying they're doing it because it provides them an advantage in hiring better employees, which, yeah, I I believe that. Offering more money gets better employees. Merit-based pay for teachers. Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, okay. So, well, okay. The issue with merit-based pay, Jack, is you have to figure out what metric you're using to judge performance and standardized tests aren't a good metric. I learn five facts about the teacher. I give her a razor. I fire her. It's that easy. Boom. I've... You learn five facts? <laughs> and it's just me for the whole nation. Oh, this is going to go. So is this like a Tinder setup where you swipe, swipe left or swipe right? Yes, but with like people's livelihoods, I sit at like a throne of sorts. Maybe I have a crown and people bring food to me, hotel potatoes, other various things <laughs> that I love. And like teachers just have to present themselves to me and explain why they should keep their job. And um, either... This sounds like the Ron Swanson dream for what a perfect government is. Um... Yeah. Sounds creepily <laughs> close to that. Is this like a philosopher king kind of thing? It, or I think we both know that Plato was alluding to me. So Okay, yeah. Jack, I am now going to let you talk about the culture war. Um All right, enough about how great I am. There's uh <laughs> the nation is doing terrible and this is worse. So Stealing from Ben Shapiro, because that's literally how I That's all you do. That's me for the past six years minus the people we back for president and our thoughts on jesus like that's that's it that's all that differentiates us plus i'm taller and more athletic so take take that ben but we're going to talk about woca cola as he called it so oh boy i had no i had no power uh ladies and gentlemen this this last week because texas decided to lose its mind so i read a book I read a book called White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. I bought it because I wanted to see the other side. I 
I always accept that I could be wrong and, hey, I might learn something. And even if I still disagree with it, I can at least learn what the other side re- reads and thinks. This chick crazy. All right, this is bad. This is bad stuff that I'm reading. The book's insane. It's also hella racist. It basically says that black people have no agency and it's up to white people to make sure that their rights are protected and that they can succeed. It's, it's awful. But my favorite part of the book, Reem, you have to listen to this. I know you hate the culture war, but this is so incredible. I just need you to, I need your take on this, even though it's my oh, five boy. minutes. She did an anti-racist seminar and a white woman teared up. I can't remember the reason why they were either talking about slavery or black people were sharing their hardships and a white woman teared up. This woman was told by Robin D'Angelo that she could not cry in front of colored people or people of color. Sorry, I think one of them they can one of those statements they consider racist. No, one of those of statements color. was pretty bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. They I usually just say African Americans. She says people of color. I confused it and said colored people because I got the statement confused because I was watching the Netflix documentary. Yeah. On the civil rights movement earlier today. So I'm okay. hearing all this mumbo jumbo all day. Try to cancel me. Let's see how it goes. Oh, I can, I, I can start that whenever you're ready. Bring it. I right. know who I can tag. <laughs> I, can, I can get it started. Just I let me know. I will ruin them. But anyways, she, the white woman cried. And she goes, you can't cry in front of black people. Because black men will have PTSD from when white women cried to get them arrested for rape. That's the woman whose ideology is starting to be taught in K through 12 schools, as you can see by a teacher who was saying that if you didn't believe in systematic racism, you shouldn't get to teach. And, um, uh, and in our, in our federal government, as a matter of fact, with critical race theory. So she did a training seminar at Coca-Cola. It literally said that white people needed to try to be less white. This is racism. This is bigotry. This is evil. We are seeing MLK finally got finally got the check cashed. We finally upheld our Constitution's guarantee of a colorblind country where we would not see color. Every single person would be recognized as a child of God, and they would be endowed their rights, and tr- or the rights would be recognized. They were already endowed, and they would be treated as an individual. And the left has said, no, we're going to be anti-racist, which they taught kids to do. Nickelodeon for crying out loud, was telling kids they need need to be anti-racist. The left has decided that being colorblind is in in and of itself racist, and race is the only thing you should be focusing on, and we should use that to determine everyone's rights and privileges, with white people, I guess, getting the short end of the stick on that for our sins of our ancestors. This is evil and this is racism. This is the fight we need to do. This is why the culture war matters. We cannot have this ideology indoctrinate us. Like I, I refuse to accept an America where like future children will grow up being told based on the fact that they are white, on the color of their skin, that they shall have less rights, less privileges, that they are inherently racist and bad. This is evil. This is wrong. We had a civil rights movement. We had a civil war movement to rid, or not a movement. We had a civil war to rid ourselves of this racism. We cannot allow it to reemerge. The left must be defeated. Racism is always wrong. And, and we, we, we have to win this fight. This is it. This is a fight for the soul of the country. Either 1776 is going to emerge or 1619 is going to emerge. And God help us if 1619 emerges victorious. 
that's the um you want you want uh I, I feel like there was one more piece of breaking news i just read and i really wanted to mention it and i can't remember what it was we bombed um, syria <laughs> i saw that i saw some memes about that today they were pretty good um yeah why did we bomb syria oh we were targeting iran why not militias. yeah it's why just, not? Why not? assad's still there so <laughs> so terrible goodness we're bad at regime change um we can get better or alternatively practice makes perfect <laughs> things the cia said during the cold war <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> no, good job Woo! uh on that note listeners thank you very much for tuning in uh as always you can find us on instagram and twitter at this is news pod leave us a review on whatever platform you're doing this five star best and most preferred and as jack would say the only acceptable ones um, yeah again like talking about how they are using the institutions of power to install their racism and control you i'm gonna have those institutions eventually and <laughs> And God will, help us all. <laughs> I will crush you like a bug. If four star review, three star review, two star. God help you if it's a one star review. Like there will be a gulag cell with your name written on it. I will tweet it out. You will see it at work as the as the police show up. Like, oh, Jack. So I do have I do have one thing. So you know how when you do a quotation, but you want to make it like flow in your sentence, you use like brackets to change tenses of words and ellipses to cut out certain words and everything. Yeah. So a legal writer guy had suggested that they create a new method where they put cleaned up after the citation and just write the write write the quote like it's normal and then put cleaned up after it to know that they like did no, a few like No, 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 that's madness. That's utter Today madness. in a unanimous opinion for the Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas used cleaned up in his opinion. That is not this is new. a thing now. Welcome, is... welcome to a new era, a new era of grammar. Clarence Thomas finally shows a flaw. Also, the Oxford comma is essential for any civilized people. Like any 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 nation that doesn't use it, like you're savages. Like it is essential. Well, as always, for this is news. I'm Reem Mayhem, and I'm Jack Shields. We'll talk to you all next week. Okay.